0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls.
0: This is The Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to The Carrie Edelman Show. I am extremely excited tonight as we have an amazing hard rock band coming on in a moment named Silent Season. And you guys are going to get a great taste of their music tonight, what these guys are all about, and they are destined for stardom. They're going to hit it big really soon. Their album is phenomenal. I've listened to it. Uh, It's extremely commercial, marketable. Uh, The production on it is great, and uh, not to say that the musicians playing on it are not the best part of it. So uh, we're going to bring them on in a moment, but I always like to do a brief introduction to my show. For people who are tuning in for the first time tonight, or if you are a regular listener, thank you again for joining us. It has been such a pleasure hosting this show and having so many amazingly talented musicians, comedians, and other persons in the entertainment industry on my show. I watched it a little bit over a year ago, and the concept was to create a forum where I could bring people on in the entertainment industry to support them and help promote them and get their names out there. A little bit about my background, I have my doctorate degree in clinical psychology, and I work predominantly in the field of clinical and uh, forensic psychology. And one of the things I really have always enjoyed doing was interviewing people. And that's coupled with my other background, which people kind of laugh about sometimes, is that uh, I love entertainment. Um, I have an album out as a solo artist, so I'm a really big uh, proponent of music and supporting musicians. Um, I also do a lot of writing for various magazines, on psychology and the entertainment industry. And then um, I have the radio show now. So I really wanted to bring those two passions of mine together and uh, support people out there in the entertainment industry because personally, I do everything on my own. I'm an independent artist as they come, so I know how difficult it can be for people out there, especially when you're just starting out and you're getting management and all that type of stuff. So we're going to learn all about uh, Silent Season in a moment. So if you are tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. You can join us in the chat room. I do have a chat room window open, uh, but I do ask that people just keep in mind that I am a one-person show, so I really want to stay focused on the interview. So if you want to call in, the numbers in the chat room, and it is also 805-243-1320. A couple of things to just briefly keep in mind is that although I'm a psychologist, uh, the show is not meant to be providing any formal therapy or treatment. I like to put that out there. Um, we do have fun on my show. The guests can ask me any types of questions they'd like, but I really keep things uh, very broad-based and uh, general rather than trying to personalize it and make it look like uh, this is uh, a show doing therapy, which it's not. But I know entertainers, we laugh all the time because, believe me, the entertainment world uh, probably can use the psychologist in it at this point the way it is. Um, Also, just keep in mind, too, that if you want to share any exciting, controversial stories or stories that might have an embarrassing component to it, to please just keep any specific names of persons or identifying uh, content out of it, as I don't want to personally embarrass anyone, but I do want people to feel open and free on my show to talk about whatever they would like. So let me tell you a little bit about silent Season. I don't want to give too much away because I want to let them share everything with the audience tonight. Um, I had the honor of hooking up with them through Michael Pastore, which is an amazing person. I worked with him when he had referred creating Lucy to my show, and uh he is the owner of Pastore Management Group LLC and he's just working with some phenomenal bands out there and uh managing them and helping them out. So Silent Season is one of the newest additions to his company and like I said, these guys are just phenomenal. So silent season, a little bit about them. They have influences that range from Breaking Benjamin to Three Days Grace to Metallica. You can definitely hear that throughout their album. Um, I'll let them introduce who the members are tonight. They have worked with producers Alex, the Greek, and I want to make sure I pronounce this correctly. I think it is pronounced uh, Hatzianis of Old Folk Studios. Brad Young, who has worked on the LFO album's and also the former Creed bassist and singer of Dark New Day, Brett Helsta. And I'm a huge fan of Dark New Day, too. It's an amazing band. Um, So they are going to be releasing their album this summer in 2012. It's titled Breaking Me Down. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to play uh, two singles off of the album and um, let them get into some of the other stuff that's going to be in the works for these guys. I'm sure they'll have a tour coming up and all that other good stuff. So without further ado, let's uh bring them on. I know a couple of them called in. So I'll just see who's on. Okay, who's this? Hello? Area code six oh three. Right. Oh hey, it's Andy from
2: South
0: Season. What's up? Hey, how are you? This is I'm sorry, Andrew? This is Andrew, yeah, my goodness. Hey, how are you? Thanks for joining us, Andrew. Okay, hold Hello, on one second. Absolutely. I'm just going to bring the other person on.
3: Great.
0: Okay. And 718, you're also on?
3: That's correct. Hi.
0: And who's this?
4: Uh, This is Jeremy, Dave, and Brendan here.
0: Oh, all of you guys. Okay. (laughs) So what we're going to do, just because we have four people, and this is probably the most, which is great. I'm glad we have... Uh, most of the band members joining us tonight. But as we talk, just so I can get you to see each of your voices, I wish I could have a visual and we could be sitting in the same room together, but unfortunately, as you guys know, a lot of uh, internet-based radio shows are where things are at today. So just as we go through the questions, just please kind of go around introduce yourself so that people can get familiar with who you are. Okay?
3: All right.
0: Whoa, great. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So thank you so much for joining us tonight, guys. It's a pleasure thank having you. you guys on the show. And as I mentioned in the uh outro of my show um that Michael's just been great to work with so it's been a pleasure working with him too.
3: It's great to work with. <laughs> yeah no Michael he's phenomenal. Uh we've we've actually we've been um dealing with and talking with Mike um uh, for quite a while um for a few years now and we finally came together and said hey let's uh let's start something uh quote unquote magical here and um, everything so far has been working out perfect. So we're very excited about the relationship and um, we are excited to be on the show tonight as well.
0: Cool. Cool. So how did you guys just, why don't we talk a little bit about how did you guys even meet up with Michael? Cause he's got some, you know, really great artists on his bill and, and now you guys are one of the newest additions, which is awesome. So where did you guys meet up with him?
3: Sure. Uh, so this is Dave, the drummer, by the way, um, basically, um, a few years ago, um, we had heard some other bands in the scene being played on radio and through interviews, and we, we saw his other artist, Craving Lucy, getting some airplay and some um, notable attention um, throughout the internet and on radio, and we we were saying to ourselves as we're basically coming together, we, we want to get to that next level, and we understood it takes management booking and labels and All that good stuff Mm -hmm. to get to that level So we saw what Craving Lucy was doing Making noise And we were very impressed um, With what was going on So I took it upon myself To find some information As far as what kind of campaigns they were running And I saw that they were working with Michael Pastore And I had reached out to him before Now keep in mind This was um, in the beginning stages Of what we were doing So we didn't even have a full set of songs together We were really putting everything into play and planning it, so I had reached out to Michael, and we all had a conference call with him, and he basically, he wanted us to, you know, form as a band, get everything together, and, um, you know, and we would touch base um, down the line, and to see where we were in a year after the writing process and recording uh, a full length, and so we we basically went through the motions, recorded, um, played some shows, and, you know, got the name of Silent Season out there, and we, we, we relinked with Michael Pastori and everything from there it was pretty much like I said earlier it was magic. We um we, we basically put the relationship together and right now um he has helped us basically form um you know we have a music video out right now, we have a marketing plan and we're looking we're going to radio this summer and we're gonna be dropping this full length. So Michael has really structured this project to where it needs to be um, along with uh, what we have to do on our end as far as the writing and um, getting out there and playing. So basically it's been a a long working relationship over the past few years, and we're very excited about the future here.
0: That's awesome. No, I mean, if I can comment, guys, I mean, and you guys I think are young in many aspects, not just, you know, age-wise, but in terms of your band being newer, I mean, really smart idea to, like, look at what was going on out there. You liked what crazy Lucy was doing, and then you reached out to them. I mean, I can't just compliment how, the, you know, how smart and intelligent that was of you guys to do something like that because, you know, over the years I've seen so many bands struggling that are just so talented, and they just, like you guys said, they don't have that structure, they don't have the management and the other stuff in place that it takes to get to that next level. So, you know, kudos to you guys. Great job. Thank I you, had, um, how long have you guys been together? Tell us a little bit about why we do this, just so everyone who's listening and knows who the members are. Why don't you guys go around and introduce who you are and what instrument you play. And then tell us a little bit about, you know, how long ago, um, silent season came together.
4: Um, so this is Jeremy. I'm the vocalist. Um, uh, basically, um, me and Dave, the drummer, um, started this project in 2008. And, um, we were, you know, looking for other members. We kind of had an idea of, you know, where we wanted to go with this project and the sound of it. Um, so, we, you know, we interviewed some uh, players and we met Brendan uh, Sheehan, which is our guitarist and um you know things started to really get going from there and then along the way we you know we had Josh Thompson and Andy um who you know have made this project um even better than what we expected and basically you know we've been working you know from then to create like really really um emotional yet melodic songs that captured a wide audience and you know that's been our kind of um motivation um, it's just been um, a really great journey along the way. And, um, yeah, we, we, we just we love what we do, you know.
0: That's awesome. So, I mean, when you guys formed in 2008, I know you guys started out with Jeremy and uh, Dave prim- predominantly. Did you guys go through any lineup changes or were you guys pretty secure in terms of finding the members pretty quickly that, you know, eventually formed the formal group?
4: Um, after it was uh, you know jeremy me um, Dave and Brendan um, we we were the original members we went through some lineup changes um, and just gained the rest of our members after that um, and that took a couple of years to actually accomplish because wow. you know like it Tough for five people to get along all the time <laughs>
0: yeah. and be the able house. to see
4: eye to eye. <laughs>
0: right, right. Please fill us, you know, and I want to make the show not so, you know, formal. I You know, I tend to, with, with my background, with my doctor's degree and all that stuff, I want to kind of combine the show. It definitely, you know, fill us in with some stories along the way, too. You know, if you have some entertaining stories or something comical, so people can really get a chance to know who you guys are as persons, too, outside of just the music. So, Give us an example of some of the, you know, issues you might have run into along the way before you found your final lineup. What were some of the things that came up where you were like, oh, my gosh, we can't work with this person?
4: Well, um, (laughs) (laughs) we've had quite a few of those. Um,
0: um,
4: I I guess one of the funniest and a little upsetting was um, a member who – was very very um, in your face, and um, he ended up. We ended up um, not wanting him in the band anymore, just because he was a little over the top with how he portrayed the band. And um, he ended up uh, deleting our Facebook and all different kinds of multimedia things that we use daily. And um, that kind oh of hurt gosh. us real bad. <laughs> but wow. uh, that that was probably the most memorable, not not really the greatest situation. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> Aye, ay, ay that's terrible. So he literally, I guess he had the passwords to your stuff and he deleted all of your, like, social media sites?
3: Yeah, so, yeah, basically it was a bass player and he, unfortunately, he, we all had access to the different pages. By the way, this is Dave again. Um, and he, when he got the word that, unfortunately, he would no, he was not going to be working oh. with us before, Um, basically, um, the passwords, he had access to the passwords, so... Um, he went on a rampage and removed our Facebook, and he tried to access our email as well. And unfortunately, in today's age with the social media platforms, how important it is, you know, the I organic know. way of the fans, you know, building that fan base, as you know, Carrie. Um, it's just one of those things. We we lost so many fans, and right now, Michael and team, we're we're trying to regain that. Strategy and regain those fans, and you know, really try to climb back up, you know, and building those fans into the Facebook and Twitter and all the other necessary platforms out there. So we're unfortunately, it was, um, you know, it was kind of an eye opener. You got to keep close and secure with those kinds of things when you're working with with you know some people because right. you never know what happens. So. It's always it's, if any other band's listening. It's just one of those things you want to keep close to home and to your, you know, to your heart and make sure that you you have security on and access to all your items.
0: Right. Or well, the other thing I'm thinking about is before you let the person go, you, we can uh, change the password so then they can't start to do some damage. Unfortunately, oh, that's a terrible uh, story. But but the good yeah, news is um, you have you have major management and you've got some great people working with you that are going to keep pushing you guys. So that's the good news.
3: Yes, we're very, very pumped up about that. Yep.
0: Cool. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's an unfortunate story. But I think, like you said, I think it's an eye-opener to say, you know, unfortunately you can't always trust everyone because, you know, you think people have the best interests in mind and, and things like this happen. So, yeah. Oh. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that, though. That definitely, uh, you know, fills in some gaps. Um so before you guys came together as a band, was this like, and if each each of you want to go around and give like a, you know, couple of sentences or something, was music something each and every one of you just were like kind of destined to do? This is what you wanted to do
2: with your life.
4: Uh, um. Andy can go. Yeah, Andy, you, you, oh. you want to go?
2: Oh, you want me to? You want to take charge on this one? That's that's good. Sure, man. Uh, <laughs> this is, Andy, this is Andy. I yeah, uh, I play bass and. Uh, Um, I guess unlike everyone else in, uh, silent season, I started, uh, um, much later. I was done with college before I ever had a guitar in my hand and I just, uh, um, well, I mean, a lot of kids, they start, you know, very young before they're even teens or, you know, they play eight hours a day through their teens. And I just, uh, I was a sports guy, you know, I played sports, uh, every season through college and when college ended, I mean, unless you're playing pro sports, you get this void to fill. uh. I just, and real uh, real quick,
0: uh Andy, what sports did
2: you play? Uh I played uh pretty much everything growing up. Uh you know, baseball, tennis, uh ski racing. I'm from New Hampshire. <laughs> okay. So uh yeah, I'm not kind of born into it up here, so but um <laughs> yeah, I just uh I played pretty much everything growing up but uh you know, gravitated towards skiing and tennis and, and played through college and uh like I said, when that all ended, I mean what do you do with your time? I mean you start the nine to five up or you you know, you need a hobby, so actually, I, uh, it's a strange way, I started playing bass, uh, and I went to a uh, a physician about uh, early onset arthritis, and uh, he suggested I learn to play the guitar to help the arthritis in my fingers, just to keep them mobile, and the longer you, they're mobile, the more you stave off the, uh, the, you know, the effects of it, so I'm like, well, oh, I, I, I've I tried, I hate the guitar, it's uh, uh <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's it's uh just a monster i can't can't handle it, so uh, he said, Well, you know he was a bass player, and he why 'Why don't you buy a bass? It's, uh, you know stretch those fingers out and uh I, don't know, I started playing when i was twenty one and uh it never stopped uh, cool. I think uh, the day the day I bought my first bass, I didn't put it down for an entire twenty four hours uh with, you know, without playing it uh for two years uh, I didn't go a day, couldn't go a day. <laughs>
0: Wow! And did you have any musical yeah. background prior to
2: the bass, or? Uh, when I was a kid, uh, when I was like in the fifth grade, you know, you start taking up an instrument in elementary school, and I started playing the saxophone. And then once I got to high school, um, you know, I started on alto sax and picked up the uh, the tenor sax briefly, and then the, uh, soprano sax very briefly because I well didn't like it, and then picked up the baritone saxophone and uh, figured out that I actually liked the low end of the music, and I uh, played in the jazz band and in high school and really enjoyed it and, you know, learned to read music and all that stuff. So I never thought I would learn to play uh, bass guitar at the time. I thought that was, uh, you know, something that, you know, never never was in, in my horizon. So I uh, never thought I'd pick it up as quick as I did. never thought I would enjoy it as much as I did. But, uh, yeah, the minute I, I first played through, uh, like, a big amp and felt the, you know, felt the power of, uh, of bass guitar, I knew that was definitely not only the... The instrument for me, but also the part of the music that when I put music on, that's the first thing I gravitate towards. I don't, I don't hear the vocals. No offense, Jeremy. And I don't, uh, I don't, I don't hear the heavy distorted guitars. And I, I just hear like the kick drum, the bass guitar, the rhythm. You know, so I think that's something that came really naturally to me.
0: Cool, cool. Why do? Are you guys expecting another member to call in? Because if not, then we have a listener calling. So I don't want them to sit on too long.
4: Uh, no, it's just, it's, it's just us right now.
0: Just you guys? Okay. Let's do this, because I just don't want them to kind of get a little, like, uh, irritable sitting in the, you know, what's it called, on hold to them. So let's take the caller that can ask you guys a question, and we'll come back to the interview and check out the hit single chance in a moment. Okay?
1: Great.
0: Awesome. All right. All right. Area code 603, you are on with Silent Season. Hello. 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 Hey.
1: Hey,
2: how you doing today? Good. Good. How, How are you? Doing? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. Okay, so, when's that first CD coming out? <laughs>
3: we uh, um, we're we're actually we just talked to our management um, prior to the call, and we have an official release date of August 17th, but we're going to be what we're going to do, so we're not keeping anyone waiting, we're going to be providing um, you can pick up a physical copy at um, some of the shows before that August 17th, 17th date so we're going to be listing some more shows um, on our website and all our social media platforms and you'll be able to get a copy in your hand, Eric, and um, we'll be uh, all set to go. We really appreciate your support.
2: So when's the when's the CD coming out,
3: uh, we We have... The the official CD release party we're looking at is uh, the August 17th, um, but we may do a few soft release parties before then, so we're looking at doing something at the Middle East downstairs in Cambridge, Mass. And then the mm-hmm. August 17th show, um, 603 is your area code, so I assume you're in New Hampshire? You can
2: assume that. Hey, Andrew, how you doing? <laughs> um,
3: we're oh, playing the – I'm sorry? Um, oh, hi, August 17th. Saying-
2: I was just saying hi to my favorite bass player. <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> August seventeenth is gonna be at Millie's Millie's Tavern uh-huh. in Manchester, New Hampshire, if that's in your location. Ah awesome. Great, great. So yeah, you we can expect it the seventeenth.
2: Good venue for you guys.
3: Yes, yes, cool. we love it. We played there a couple of times before, so
2: Great. Hey listen, I just want to wish you guys a lot of luck. i glad you together. Love your music. Can't wait to hear okay. you again. I'll be looking forward to talking to you. I'm going to jump off now because i got some work to do. Good luck. Great.
0: Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank, thanks so much. Okay. Bye. <laughs> he was funny. He was quirky, but a nice fan. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Very cool, guys. So just, and I don't want to focus too much on Andrew, but I just kind of, I find it really fascinating that, you know, the face is something you pick up after college. So just, out of curiosity, what were you majoring in in college that you were going to potentially pursue before you got involved with the base? Uh, psychology, actually, Carrie.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, same as you. So, uh, yeah, I work with uh, kids now, handicapped kids. Uh, nice. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know something that I was going to lean towards in uh, like sports, uh, sports psychology, um, just because it plays a huge role in, in sports. And uh, mm-hmm. at the time. It became this huge uh, movement towards psychology and sports, and uh, you know, by the time I graduated, um, you know, every professional team had a had a shrink on board. So, um, right. They actually, transi- tra- yeah, yeah, I and mean, transitioning to being like a uh, you know master's level thing and PhD level thing, and I was like, wow, is that really something I want to pursue? And I just kind of fell into a job working with kids, and uh, I mean, I love it. I've been doing it for a long time now, so uh, it's you know, it's something cool. that you know, you, you you go home at the end of the day, you. You know, I, I mean, people have jobs, and, uh, you know, people love their jobs. They hate their jobs. Some people just have a nine-to-five, but I, I really feel like it, you know, at the end of the day, it makes a difference in someone's life, what I'm doing. I mean, I can make more money doing something else, but, you know, I kind of chose to <laughs> be broke and happy, so.
0: Aww. Well, I mean, so what do you guys, and and please, the rest of the members, please chime in, too. Are you guys all working now, or are some of you just focusing on the band full-time,
4: um, this is Jeremy. Um most of us are working right now. Um some of us are, are, are focusing on the band full time. Um you know, we, we have to be able to support ourselves as well as this band keep it afloat. So, you know, we all we definitely all need our, our jobs. <laughs>
2: Right. Okay, don't right. get it wrong, the band, the band is full-time for everybody Oh <laughs> absolutely,
0: no, no, no I Believe me guys, I didn't mean it like that Because I can totally appreciate and respect what you're doing Because right, any type of entertainment thing Isn't another full-time job In addition to what you do during the day So I totally understand that um, But when, when do you think you guys would get to the point Where you're like, okay, you know We're going to have to move away potentially From our full-time job So we can go out on the road and tour And do all that
2: stuff
3: Tomorrow, so So this is Dave. Uh Carrie. Um I can proudly say that I went from uh the corporate world full time to this full time and I, when I mean I don't I'm not discrediting anyone else, I'm just saying <laughs> right now um pretty much um I'm taking time to focus on silent season during the day to work with Michael, um, when the other guys are doing their thing and then we meet up at night and just to get everything's you know, as far as the strategies together and the planning and the marketing. So wow. I've been kind of taking care of that. Um so it kinda of transitions to what I, what you're asking as far as like background. Um, you know, basically I came from the corporate world. I went to college for information technology and um I, I, I knew that I was gonna be playing music and I planned on playing music for a long time moving forward as as a career move. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so basically I I got it from my family. My dad was a a bass player for a pretty uh, good band in Boston back in the 70s, and he used to open up for the Cars and Aerosmith and a a lot of the bands back in the day at the Rat, a famous club in Boston, and um, some uh, legendary venues. And he basically got me on the kit when I was um, very young. Like I started around five or six, I had my first kit. And wow. I was teaching myself. He was teaching me some <clears throat> technique. From there, I just kind of went off on my own, self-taught. And um, I was also taking lessons at the time, kind of mixing it up. And then eventually, when I became a teenager, um, I started playing with my cousin, who got me into the local music scene in Boston. And I, from there, I started playing in other bands, and I, I, that's how I met up with Jeremy. We played a show together in our other bands and. From there, we we started talking, and it it seemed like the right fit to go on and and start something new that we um, wanted to put together and share with everyone else that's in this project. So um, it's been quite a journey um, with this whole music background, and I can say I I have enjoyed the switch from the corporate world to full-time doing music because this is what I love, and this this is what I enjoy, and this is what I plan on doing for a long time.
0: Sure. Nice. Thank you. Awesome. Very cool. So I I want to be able to get two songs in, so let's do this, because I usually do about an hour interview, um, if that works for you guys. Why don't we talk uh, about Chance, since that's the main single that you have out right now, and tell people a little bit about the meaning of this song, and then we'll we'll check that out, and then we're going to come back and talk about the recording process and all the other amazing stuff you guys have uh, in the works. Great. Okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, Chance, this song.
4: Um so this is Jeremy. Um when we, you know, when we wrote Chance, um I was I I mean in my lyrics um I was kind of um thinking about um how like the the music industry right now um you know like how things are and you know how it really is it's tough for like people to to um make this happen and um Chance was really about ch- taking a chance in this music industry and hoping that something good is going to come out of it um hopefully soon <laughs> um but that that's that's generally where we were leading with that um uh, our music video kind of portrayed um people you know like our our past you know members and like you know um their their views versus our views and um it kind of it just all related to like what we're generally doing um at the end of the day
0: Okay, cool. Awesome. So let us uh, I'll put you guys on hold, we'll check this out, and then we will uh, come back in a moment, okay? All right, great. All right, thanks. Hold on. All right, everyone. Again, you are listening to the hard rock band Silence Season on the Carrie Edelman Show. We're going to check out their hit single, Chance, which is going to be off their debut album, Breaking Me Down, and you heard it before, it's going to be coming out August 17th, but they will have some copies available at some shows prior to that date. So check out Chance, and we will be back in a moment. Mm Welcome back That was the amazing hit single Chance Love that song off their album And again, everyone has to check out this album Breaking Me Down Every song is just phenomenal And could be a hit single off that album So we'll bring them back on in a moment I want to do a few quick plugs To some of the people that I support And that sponsor the show uh, First and foremost, everyone check out iRock TV And that's the letter I Rock and then TV.co It's an amazing website. It is for original bands. They support all different types of independent artists out there. So Silent seasons should definitely check them out because it's a really cool site, and they're doing lots of cool things. Um, So check them out. Also, everyone should be able to check out Flirt Energy Drink, and that is a female fitness energy drink that's specifically formulated for the female athlete. They're available at Flirt. And it's an amazing drink. They're branching out and doing other types of uh, energy and fitness products. So my single, Vanilla Sky, is off of my uh, album as a solo artist. Dundra Carrie Edelman is currently uh, endorsing and promoting that product. And then for the comedians out there, and I'm a huge fan of comedy, uh, check out Davin's Den. This is a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. If you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh out loud at the same time, then Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. To watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes or find out more about the show, go to Davin's Den page at DavinComedy.com. And that's D-A-V-I-N Comedy.com. So please check those guys out, too. Really cool stuff that they're doing. All right, so let's bring them back on. Hello. All right, guys, you're back on. Awesome, love that song. Really great song.
1: thank you. Much, thank
3: you.
0: Can't wait to hear it out there. Are you guys going to be uh, getting it on Sirius XM at some point, hopefully?
3: Yeah, we're working on a radio campaign for this summer, so um, nice. There's yeah, so we we should be you should be able to hear it on there and some terrestrial radio as well around New England area. So looking to do a big push on it
0: cool very cool and no, that's a great track really cool stuff
3: thank you so
0: thank you, um yeah no definitely so why don't we talk a little bit about and it was funny i was reading i think it was one of dave's posts and i appreciate you guys posting as much as you did it's just amazing when people work together because as you saw i've been like plugging the heck out of this uh interview and you guys have been doing a great job so it's Really cool coming together like that. But I got a neat idea last night when I was looking at I think one of Dave's posts where it was like we're going to talk about the recording process and that isn't really something I've done before uh, with some bands. So I thought that would be a cool way to kind of segue into getting your album out there and talking about its release and a little bit about the behind the scenes and what it was like with working with some of the amazing people you guys did. So why don't we like uh, do a little bit of that and tell us about your influences and different stories you had in the studio.
4: Um, okay, so this is Jeremy. Um, uh, the the studio it lasted from uh, 2008 to when was it? Um, 2011.
1: 11. Yeah. Um, wow. So
4: it was a wide variety of experiences. Um, <laughs> you
0: recorded it. I, let me just interrupt one second. You recorded it for almost three years. That's how long you were working on this album. That's
4: correct. Yes, this is correct. Wow,
0: that's amazing. But well, I mean in a way it's amazing because you really took the time and the product is just, it's unbelievable. So I think that's, that's really good, but that's great.
4: Yeah. Uh, It it was definitely quite the experience. Um, you know, it's probably one of our favorite experiences too. Um, we love to be in the studio. It's, uh, it's definitely one of our fortes. (laughs) And, uh, it's just exciting to be able to go, um, somewhere and, you know, you have something in your head, and, you know, you have it maybe previously recorded by yourself. But when you go to the studio and you finally get it done, it's just a whole other league. And um, it's just one of the things that we love in this band.
0: That's cool. So how did you guys end up hooking up with these amazing people that were, you know, producing the album, mixing the album, et cetera? Tell us a little bit about and please, you know, plug their names. Because um, I can't imagine uh, that wasn't cheap. Um, okay. you know, was it is never
4: cheap. That is true. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh honestly we we did have um a friend of mine um Alex Hetsenius that was working um on this album and um he worked on most of it. Um Okay. He uh he definitely helped us out with um you know with stuff and um he definitely um made this album like really really uh like great i can't even can't even describe um but then you know we we also decided to collaborate with other people like brett Hessler and um you know jonathan
3: weiner for mastering and yeah we we also dave here we um basically we worked with you know, Brad Young. Um, the whole Brett Hesler experience, I mean, outside the Alex, where we recorded majority of the CD with Alex, that was an excellent experience, and we I gained, I can say all of us, we gained a lot of knowledge out of the recording process, because, um, I mean, for the listeners out there, if you don't know, just the whole recording process in itself, it's not only an experience, but it's a learning process. I mean, it takes you know, time. It's not something that mm-hmm. happens overnight. And as you know, Carrie, it's it could be frustrating at times, but it also is a rewarding, um, you know, type of experience because you're you're basically being able to put forth your art and, you know, get it down on a digital track, analog, whatever you're doing these days, and get it out to the masses. So it's definitely a rewarding experience. And I can say all the experiences have been great, um, I definitely think going down to Orlando, Florida, to record with Brett was um, definitely an awesome and different kind of experience for us, where we could get a different opinion and, and a different view of um, how we are basically going to record and portray ourselves as Silent Season And so um, it was cool to work with um, all these people with you know different credits and you know a lot of experience in the background, but. Um, so it it's just been it's been a really good time and um and we, we look forward to, you know, going back in eventually and, and start working on another C D once <laughs> this comes out. Right, and right.
0: So. so how did you guys real quick I mean, how did you hook up with, you know, Brad Hessler? how did that come to be? I mean, did you guys like seek him out like you did with Mike Pastore or did Mike Pastore kinda of hook you up with him? I mean, that's just amazing to find someone at that caliber. Especially on your first
3: album, I mean that's great. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely, cor- you're right. I mean the thing is, um, I we had reached out to um, Brett, we sent him some demo tracks that we were writing over the summer, and he had messaged us back on uh, Facebook and said that he was really feeling him, and he wanted us wow. to come fly and do uh, a few tracks with him. And we were, of course, a young band. We were like, let's do this. You know what I mean? That's amazing. And just, yeah. that,
0: again, just because of people listening, and I'm sure there's lots of musicians out there that would love to have these opportunities, did you guys have a budget in mind, or is this just something that you worked out with the different people? And you, don't, you don't have to give numbers or anything, but, you know, in terms of being able to work with some of these people, I'm sure they're not cheap.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, it's – another thing, too, to realize, I mean, I feel like not, not only managers, but, like, producers – in the economy and what's going on right now especially in the music industry the music business mm-hmm. whatever you like to call it things are changing it's very you know the dynamics are going left and right i i really feel like that um producers are trying to they're kind of the A&R people these days they're right. the ones discovering the bands and bringing them to labels and promoters booking agents and they're they're basically they're i feel like they're recording but they're also kind of consultants in a way um, mm-hmm. where they're helping bands shape their sound and, you know, the image and everything. And they're basically saying, let's put, you know, a sound to this band and let's see what we can do with shop it and and put it, you know, all together, kind of like the 360 deals and let's tour it and, and get the merch and everything going. But I feel like everyone's kind of, you know, everyone outside of music too, they're doing the same thing. It's just, it's turning into a kind of a consulting world, and I feel like a lot of these producers are kind of in that category of and are consulting. Um, but definitely with Brett, I mean, once again, you know, that whole experience, it definitely, we gained a lot being a young band going down to Florida. And to answer your question, we had a lot of family help us out. Okay. Um, you know, nice. Yeah, we had family help us out and that we're all grateful for all, all of our family and friends and fans that have been with us from the start helping us and, um, getting us to that next level and, and being able to, you know, say, let's let's put our name on silent season and, you know, push us forward.
0: Cool. Very cool. And I think you made an interesting point, and I don't know if there's any relevance to this, but when you talked about the producers, and I think that was really interesting saying that they're also involved now in kind of an A&R capacity, would you say that maybe their rates are a little more reasonable because of the way the industry is and they're wearing multiple That's- hats now?
3: Absolutely. I mean, um, wow. I feel like I see a lot of producers out there, you know, on Facebook, MySpace, Twitter. They're um, looking for new artists. So for all the artists listening today, I mean, it's definitely a motivational point. I mean, that's where we kind of caught on and said, let's let's go out there. Let's take control of our craft and see what's going on, you know, and that's why we worked with Alex and Brad and everyone and Jonathan Weiner and, and works. But I can definitely say it's um, they're becoming um, – they're becoming very easy to to you know get out there and talk with and you know very affordable, so it's definitely a thing cool. um definitely to look into
0: very cool that's cool to hear definitely, so let's talk a little bit about uh i guess in terms of any uh difficulties in the studio where you guys maybe didn't agree on things or you know weren't kind of on the same page sometimes, and how did you resolve those types of uh issues that might come up in terms of writing a song and recording it in terms of that type of stuff?
4: Um, so this is Jeremy. Um, basically I I think that, you know, we're, we're very, um, open to each other's ideas and Mm -hmm. open to the producer's ideas as well. Um, and I think that, that definitely reflects on, you know, how we sound with everything. Um,
3: yeah, I mean, it, it, the thing is, like, with the studio Dave here again, um, it's it, as much as it's a great experience and definitely being able to formulate your craft and get it out there. At the same time, it's you know you're, you're dealing with four or five members and everyone is entitled to an opinion at the end of the day. So it's like we got to work together and to make it happen.
4: And what's funny about it is that we actually had like two songs. That we that we never released because we we couldn't come into agreements of you know what to do with it and uh, right. <laughs> you know the, those kind of things though that that's all right though because if you have other material on top of that um, it, it's easily weeded out at the end of the day.
0: Wow, I don't know. I give you I, you guys are just amazing on so many different levels. Believe me, we could talk off the air. I have. So many terrible crazy musician experiences. <laughs> and good ones too, of course. But it's just so refreshing to just see people that are open minded and flexible and want to get along and make this happen and if you have an extra spot and you need a female vocalist, um I'm I'm more than willing to uh come into the band. I'm just joking. But really No, it's just <laughs> <Absolutely>. it's really, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> really, really cool to see what you guys are all about and just yeah, amazing group of people and so many levels. Thank you so it's much. Really cool. Yeah, no, I'm very, uh, very impressed.
4: <laughs> so tell us
0: about um, the name Silent Season. Give us a little bit of background on how you uh, pick that name and the meaning and, yeah.
3: So basically, um, Dave here, um, with the name, be- you know, behind Silent Season, we came together. We were actually, we were trying to figure out for the longest time what, how we wanted to identify ourselves and have the public you know, understand what we're trying to do so that's definitely a great question with Silent Season um, I think well I know um, basically we, we came together and said you know let's come up with a name that reflects the current state of music and what's going on in the industry and we felt at the time you know especially I, I you know I hate to say it I, I think I think it's got a little worse since then but um, on all positiveness here I think when we named when we got the name silent season it's reflecting basically the change in how music's being put out what labels are signing the whole digital downloading era um Mm -hmm. you know how people are getting their music and adapting to the music and it's basically it reflects that things are silent right now i mean as much as you know i see a lot of bands you know coming out there now and getting on radio which i think is great because it's It's definitely helping, especially hard rock and rock, especially where we're in right now, but um, at the time, a lot of venues were shutting down, radios weren't playing the active rock format so much per se, and that's still going on um, as we're seeing from our research. And we just we want to be able to, as a band, you know, change that. I know that's a pretty lofty goal, but we want to be one of the bands to at least contribute to help, you know, radio and help the hard rock scene and, and try to break to that next level and get like chance, for example, the single on radio and you know, enlighten younger musicians out there to pick up an instrument and and don't be you know dissuaded by the fact that. You know, there's a lot of, some, you know, negative stuff going on in the industry right now. Just kind of keep going and, and, and address that. So as much as we're kind of, it's like the silent season, at the same time, we're, we're promoting a positive message to keep your goals, you know, keep moving forward and, and, and definitely keep writing music. You know, um, things come and go. There's cycles in any kind of industry. Mm-hmm. Music comes you know.
0: Definitely. No, I think that's I think that's a great concept and like you said, there's a really positive kind of uh silver lining underneath it and I think that's really cool. Yeah.
1: Really, absolutely.
0: really cool. Okay, so why don't we do this? Let's I definitely want to get Breaking Me Down, which is the title track. And uh I guess if if you wanna talk about that. Is Andrew still there too? Hello?
4: Hey. Um I'm not sure if he's still on the line. Oh. Let
0: me see, but he's still in, I just felt bad because, yeah, I mean, his line is still there, but maybe he's not there. I don't know. Okay, you guys keep talking then. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine, that's fine. I just did not want to leave him out. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Breaking Me Down and uh, I guess why you chose to name the album that, and then we'll check out the song.
4: Um, well, Breaking Me Down, um, it's mostly about um, a – uh breakup situation. Um I, I feel like, you know, you can everyone can always relate to that. Um you can interpret it, you know, how you'd like in that song. But um and the reason why we decided to go with Breaking Me Down as a um title for our album is because we really felt like when we wrote Breaking Me Down, that was when we started to finally understand where our writing style was coming from and where to go with it. Um, I felt like, you know, it was was more something that was maybe not within our genre and um, whatever, but it it kind of – it also reflects us in the same way because it's it's so different from the rest of our tracks.
0: All right. Cool. Well put. All right. So I'll put you guys on hold, and we'll check that out, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, upcoming events, tours, any type of shows you guys have that you want to plug, and where people can find you. All right? All right. Great. All right, thanks. Hold on. All right, everyone. Again, you're listening to Silent Season. We're going to check out now their title track off of their debut album, which is called Breaking Me Down, and we'll be back in a moment. everyone. We're back. That was breaking me down again from the hard rock band Silent Season. And again, be sure to check them out. Go to SilentSeasonMusic.com and check them out at their website. And also at Silent Season, you can follow them on Twitter. And I'm sure they'll also fill us in with all those details when we come back. So let me bring them back on. Okay. All right. You're back on, guys. Another amazing song.
4: Thank you very
0: much. Thank you. Yeah. And I just wanted to, because I know we talked about people's backgrounds with uh, their instruments. What about you, Jeremy, in terms of uh, vocals? Did you ever take lessons, or is this just something natural? Because you've got an amazing voice.
4: I've been singing my whole entire life. Um, Okay. I I wasn't necessarily the best singer to start off with, um, but, you know, I, I took lessons, um i self taught myself a lot um and I think that I just really work to be at the point where I am now
0: cool, very cool, nice all right, so what do you guys have in store for upcoming shows? please uh you know plug any shows you have coming up where people can uh find you
3: yeah we um we actually have quite a few shows coming up we have um in worcester mass june twenty ninth we're playing this venue called Ralph's Diner should be an interesting and exciting show. We're playing with the King and Wait, Fathom AD, and a few other local bands. Um, So if you're in the Worcester area and you want to come out, come check that out. That should be a great show. We're also playing July 6th at Millie's Tavern again. um, I know I said earlier August 17th uh, we're playing there uh, twice, but the first time we're playing there the 6th in Manchester with Last Regret, the King and Wait, and the other bands to be announced. And then um, we got a, a pretty big show, uh, again, back in Worcester, August 11th at Tammany Hall, um, that we're trying to, uh, you know, get fans out to. So um, it should be a great time, and we're going to be adding more dates. Um, we, we I think we have a, a Connecticut date coming in pretty soon at the room. Um, it's all ages, so we check out our uh, social media platforms. We'll be listing some more dates, and we're going to try to be taking this thing down the East Coast and, you know, around the U.S. Um, shortly nice. here while we jump on radio. So.
0: Cool. Well, let me know if you're coming to New Jersey because that's where I am. So please let me know as soon as you have a show and I'll try to make it out.
3: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That would be
0: great. That's cool, guys. No, it's really cool. So, yeah, so please, again, plug your Twitter pages where people can find you, all the social media sites. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely talk again in the future and, would love to have you guys back on, especially when you are in the works of releasing your next album.
3: Great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, for everyone on the line, you can find us at um, myspace.com forward slash silent season. Um, we have our main website at uh, silentseasonmusic.com. We're also on Facebook, um, uh, facebook.com forward slash season music. And then I think I said the Twitter, Twitter dot uh, twitter.com forward slash silent season. It's great because we, we've been posting a lot of Instagram pictures and some new updates. So, uh, you know, jump on that whole so- social media bandwagon. We're there. We're catching up with that whole um, realm of things. So come check us out. We hope to see you at a show. We appreciate everyone's um, support and continued support. And we look forward to seeing everyone on the road, 2012.
0: Nice guys. Nice. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you guys on. As I said, I'm very impressed, and it's been a really cool time being able to meet you guys. So please keep in touch. I'll support you guys in any way that I can, too. And, uh, yeah.
3: Great. Thank you for having us on All the right. show, Carrie. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so guys. much.
0: Definitely. Yeah, great you. job. And just to keep in mind, guys, after the show's over, there'll be a podcast. So feel free to keep plugging it, because the podcasts really do really well on my station. So the more you and I plug it, the more listens it's going to get.
4: Awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great night.
4: And good luck with everything.
0: Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Again, you just heard Silent Season on the Carrie Edelman Show. Please check them out at silenceseasonmusic.com. And as they mentioned, they're on Twitter, they're on MySpace, and they're also on Facebook. And if you liked what you heard tonight with them, We've had tons of other amazing hard rock bands on this show, so please check out the interviews. We've had Art of Dying, Rainz, um, Candlelight Red was on a couple of weeks ago. I have Solicit on next week, and they're an amazing band. They're just hitting it really big on Series XM Octane right now with their hit single, Hell Yeah. So they are coming on next Tuesday, and I believe it's the 26th, at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. So please come on board and take a listen and check them out. Um, yeah, we just have tons of amazing shows coming up. I have about eighty podcasts of interviews. So if you like filmmakers, we've done horror filmmakers, like I said, comedians, um, all different types of people on this show. So it's getting late. Sorry, it's been a as these guys mentioned, they have a full-time job and and so do I in addition to my show. So I just want to thank everyone for their continued support. I really appreciate it. What we're gonna do is we're gonna check out a quick commercial from an amazing studio based in South Jersey. And then we're going to segue into one of the songs off of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, under my name, Carrie Edelman, and you can find it on iTunes, Amazon Music, and all other major digital sites. And please stay tuned for more music from me in the future as I'm in the works of collaborating with other musicians, as well as hopefully we'll be releasing some music as a solo artist too. So check out Zero Zero by One Studio, and then we are going to go into... My hit single, Leave It All Behind. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great night. Zero by One Sound, South Jersey's premier recording and audio production studio, featuring award-winning engineers, state-of-the-art gear, and spacious tracking rooms. Zero by One Sound offers musicians of any genre an exciting and professional recording environment. Call us now at 856-396-7672 to discuss your project and take a tour of the studio. Or visit us on the web at 0x1sound.com.